With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, I'm Sarah Bivens. And I'm Matthew Bivens. And this is the Doing It at Home podcast, the only podcast dedicated to empowering, loving, and honest conversations around home birth. What started as a fun way for us to document our own home birth journey has turned into a platform for sharing birth stories, resources, and education with the goal of empowering mamas and families to make the birth decisions that work best for them. Plus, we get into the antics, breakdowns, and breakthroughs of our own experience of marriage and parenthood. All right. You ready, babe? Yep. Let's do it, mama. Hey, Doing It At Home family. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. If you want to reach out to us, if you have any questions or feedback or just anything you want to share with us, <laughs> you can do so through social media. We're on Instagram, D-I-A-H podcast, or you can email us hello at D-I-A-H podcast.com or check out the links to any show notes, you know, in the description there in whatever podcast player you're listening to. And you can connect with us through all those ways and find us. So show social, our website, etc. And speaking of the platform that you're listening to the show on, it should be Parents on Demand, the pod network or the app through Android or iOS. It's available and it's free to download. Parents on Demand is the network that we are a part of, along with other amazing shows that you've probably heard us talk about, you know, or heard little spots for here and there. Um, because we have family, parents on demand, we, we in it together, and we're supporting one another. And we also want to bring more value to you, listener, and information and on topics that we don't discuss on this show or, you know, other shows that are out there doing rocking things and there for you, you know, in the sense of supporting us and being the most awesome parents and makers of tiny humans and rearers of tiny, tiny humans that we can be. So that's one of the things I love about Parents on Demand. So go check that out. And again, anything we mention in the show will most likely be linked in the show description. So you can go check that out. And let's see, is there anything else I want to share with you? No, I don't think so. Let's just get into the episode. <laughs> or I'm going to share a little bit about the episode because it's a fun one. It is a first for doing it at home. Brrr, unplanned home birth. Yes. So, you know, you, you might think that's a surprise that we haven't had one yet. And it certainly hasn't been for lack of wanting one. We have wanted them. I just think for those who end up having an unplanned 
planned home birth, you know, you weren't planning a home birth, so you're probably not listening to a home birth podcast. Um, but this was through just a series of fortuitous events that I was able to connect with today's guest, Katie Kremitzos, who I'm just going to let you know off the top, I am in love with and have a huge thing for because, and you will too, after you listen to this episode, I promise, because she, she is just such an amazing human being. And I met her at an event, which I talk about in the interview as, as we're chatting and heard that she had an unplanned home birth and said, will you come on my show? Because I want you on my show anyway, but I also want to hear, you know, this story. It's going to be so awesome. So I'm not going to give anything away about the details of the story. I just wanted to profess my love for Katie and let you know that. And it's such a beautiful story. And also you need to go check out her podcast, Women's Meditation Network. It is an amazing podcast, full, all of guided meditations for women on various topics, different lengths of time. And I listened to one this morning called Mommy Needs a Time Out. Yes. <laughs> so you can see uh, you need to check it out. So I'll put a link to it in the show notes for you to go check out Women's Meditation Network. But Katie shares with us her unplanned home birth of her daughter, Savannah, who turns one actually on the day this episode is airing, December 3rd. So when you listen to Women's Meditation Network, after you listen to this episode, make sure you go connect with Katie. Wish her a happy birthday, becoming a mama for the second time day, as well as baby Savannah. So I just thought, again, so many things aligned really beautifully with this conversation from it being able to happen to then, you know, looking at the publishing schedule and when we did this interview and thought, oh my gosh, it can published on her actual birthday. So there you have it. A lot of magic there for you. And it's just going to keep coming. So get excited. Quick word from our sponsors, and then we'll hear from Katie Kremitzos. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, Katie. Welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. How are you? Hey, Sarah. Hey, Matthew. What's going on? I'm doing so well. Thank you. Awesome. We're very excited. This is going to be a lot of fun. We totally dig your energy and it's like, <laughs> yes, we got to do a podcast with you and Yay. I'm excited. Well, I am too. Thank you for having me on. It's such a such a privilege. So quick backstory for listeners. I was first exposed to Katie at an event called She Podcasts earlier this year in a extraordinarily awesome event that happened here in Atlanta, actually our hometown, for women in podcasting. And Katie was a keynote speaker, and she just shared so beautifully, so authentically, many aspects of her life, including her journey 
in podcasting, which we'll probably get into a little bit here because I think it's relevant to the conversation. Um, but I basically attacked her after her talk <laughs> and was like, hi, um, I want to be in your energy and I want to hug you and I want you to be on my podcast. <laughs> so that brings us to where we are now, um, just in a, a series of really um, kismet and fortuitous events. And um, I'm just so overjoyed to be sharing you now, Katie, with our audience. Um, okay. So just thank you so, so much. Gosh, thank you. And believe me, I was like, yay, awesome. Love your energy. Thank you. Because <laughs> that's exactly what I would do. <laughs> uh, so um, Katie, can you just kick us off here with a little bit about you and what you do? And I want to hear who's in your family. And then we're going to get into some storytelling. Yeah. So a snapshot of my life right now is that I'm a mom of two. I have a four-year-old and a almost to be one-year-old. So my four-year-old's daughter's name is Sedona. And Savannah is my almost one-year-old. <clears throat> my husband is Chris, and he and I are both entrepreneurs. Uh, we've had long entrepreneurial journeys. Um, currently, I and I've been podcasting for about six years, uh, first with the Biz Women Rock podcast and now currently with the Women's Meditation Network podcast. And so um, my life is um, <laughs> a management of all of the things that are constantly evolving in their importance to me, uh, whether it's the kids, whether it's time with my husband, um, you know, health, wealth, um, impact, all those sorts of things. So it is just a, a constant movement is really what my life is. Mm. Yes. So much synergy. I'm looking at Matthew and I'm looking at him like, you see, you see why I had to have her on the show. <laughs> you know I am actually writing down right now. You said life is a management of all the things that are currently important to you. I'm like, yeah. that is a dope quote. I love that. Yes. Well, thank you. I, I'm very conscious of saying that and not saying like, um, like work life balance because I actually don't believe in that. I believe I heard Oprah say one time, you know, those Bosu balls at the gym. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like the half, it, the, it, half of it is, is flat. And then the bottom half is a ball. And so I heard her talking about, you know, why she doesn't believe in work life balance. She goes, if you really, she goes, the goal of standing on a Bosu ball is actually not to get balanced. Like you are always moving mm. your energy and your, your weight is moving in one direction to the other. Yeah. You want to kind of get to a place where it's stable, but it's never not moving. So it just is a matter of where is your attention going in any given moment. And that really hit home for me because that's the only way I feel like I can survive as a mom uh, of multiples. Um, and not fall into the trap of the, um, you know, uh, the martyr mom mm -hmm. who gives herself away to everything. And so it's very important for me to see like, no, all of these things in my life are really important. So how do I, how do I manage those? Like the Bosu ball. Oh. Love it. So That's class awesome. is in session. Everyone have your <laughs> notepads ready. <laughs> this is amazing. Um, also, Katie, you bring a new element to the show, which we were talking about before, and Matthew and I are both pretty sure, unless it's parent brain on both our parts, but I do not think we've had a birth story on the podcast that was an unplanned home birth, and yeah. you have that. So yes. walk us through, maybe we could start with what you were planning uh, going into your birth experience, and then we'll get into how it unfolded. Yeah. So with my first daughter, we had her at a birthing center, which is about uh, about 35 to 40 minutes away from us. And it was amazing. Like um, on many occasions, I have gone back to them and said, I just want to keep having kids because I love you guys. And I love <laughs> the experience that I've had here. And it was a wonderful experience. And so that was the plan with Savannah. Um, and so we, you know, did, we saw my midwives there all the time. Everything was all good. The plan that time was actually to have a water birth. I really wanted to have a water birth. 
<clears throat> and, um, and so that was the plan. My, the interesting, uh, logistics were that we currently live in Tampa, Florida. Um, at the time we had no family near us at all. Right now, my, my in-laws have moved down. So they're about 45 minutes away. But at that time, like before then, no family lives close to us. And so I had planned, my parents were flying in and they had done the same thing with my first, uh, to be there. And my mom is a nurse and she's just, she's just like the mom. Like I think every many, many, most of us, you know, moms like want to have our mom around. It's just so easy with our mom and they could take care of us and they could take care of baby. So she was phenomenal with Sedona, my oldest. And so that was the plan for Savannah. And it was, they were getting in Sunday night at midnight and, um, my due date was, I think that day, I think it was actually Sunday, um, and so I was like, oh my gosh, please, please, please just make it in. Please make it in. And so Sunday, Sunday's coming. Sunday during the day, I start having contractions. And so I just, you know, everything's okay. It's sort of like manageable contractions. I can still hang out and be present with everyone. And at about eight o'clock, nine o'clock that night, they were, they were definitely, you know, intensifying. And so my husband really just took over with the, with Sedona and I just came into the bedroom and just went through contractions, went through contractions. He, at some point, you know, 1130 midnight, went to go get my parents. Um, and I got to say hi. Everything was good. Uh, still going through contractions. I had my phone playing meditations, guided meditations that I was listening to to just help me in the contractions, help stay present in the moment. And so we were good. So I basically, you know, contracted all night, all through the night. Um, it was, we woke up in the morning. I was definitely heavy contracting. So my mom and dad are here now, which of course makes it feel like home. And, <laughs> um, they, everything was good. So at about, I think it was about 9.30 AM, I finally called my doula and my midwife. And I said, Hey, here's the timing of the contractions. How am I looking? Like, what do you think? They're definitely getting more intense. I, I think maybe, you know, maybe it's time. And so my midwife says, yeah, it's time. Just take your time. She goes, I'm about an hour and a half away from, um, from the birthing center. You know, that sounds like you're definitely like into, you know, into active labor now. So yeah, just gather your stuff. Come on up. We'll be fine. And it's, it, I'm sure many second time and third time parents now would say this back to me, but like my first one, we were there and it took, it seemed to take a long, long time. So it was with the second one, I was a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more, a little bit more like, yeah, it'll, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be good. I don't want to spend way too much time there. And so I put the phone down and at this point, I just kind of like, I'm sitting on the bed, my husband, everyone's out in the family room and my water breaks. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> and I just yell, Chris, <laughs> it's 9.39. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I go, my water broke. He's like, uh, you could hear the collective like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we immediately um, start like they, my mom and, and Chris come in to pick me up, get me off the bed. We're putting, you know, whatever shorts on they can find. I have like the bag ready to go to the, to the birthing center. I say, get that, you know, whatever last minute things that I think that I need. And 
my mom at some point, you know, my toddler's running around and just sort of like, I don't know this because I'm so out of it, but apparently she was like, mommy, what, what's wrong? You know, cause she could see me mm -hmm. so concentrated and, and in pain. And so my mom brilliantly was like, okay, to my dad and uh, like to her husband, she's like, go take Sedona out on a walk. So they leave the house and they go out on a walk. Meanwhile, my husband and my mom are, you know, one person on each side of me were <laughs> shuffling slowly to the door. I'm contracting every, I mean, every like three shuffles, I have to stop and have a contraction. We get about an arm's length away from the door. And I just look at my mom. I was like, we're having her here. And I was like, we're not going anywhere. And so <laughs> immediately <laughs> I turn around, go slowly get back to the bedroom. I am like leaning up against the crib. They're trying frantically to get my pants down. <laughs> um, I get on all fours on the bed and I can just hear them. Now, what I do know is that my mom is the best person to have in any emergency. She's a nurse. She's worked in all kinds of nursing. She's been a school nurse. She's been in hospitals. Um, the one, she even worked in the pediatric ward, but she had never actually birthed the baby <laughs> or not birthed the baby, uh, delivered a baby. But I know that she's the perfect person to have there in, in, in any given emergency moment. Now, in the meantime, so the two of them are sort of, I can hear them talking behind me about like, go find the little, you know, booger sucker thing and go get towels and go to the, go get this. And my mom's making the instruction. Chris is like moving around, doing everything that she asks for. <clears throat> and Meanwhile, I'm on the phone. We had called the midwife and the midwife is like now in route. Like what I don't know is that all the midwives are sort of, you know, triangulating with each other going, who's the closest? Get to her as fast as possible. <laughs> and they uh, they tried. So my husband was trying to talk to her. Her name is Michelle. My uh, husband was trying to talk to Michelle. Michelle's trying to walk him through. OK, here's what you do. And he she says she was super calm, I think a little too calm for him and said something to the effect of like, hey, can you just reach in and see if the umbilical cord is around the neck? And my, that was like, what? My husband was like, no. Threw the phone to me, called 911. <laughs> wow. He's like, no, that's not going to work. So um, <laughs> so I have the phone with Michelle. And I, Michelle's just, I'm sure, just talking to me. And I'm you know barely uh, cognizant of any of it. And in the meantime, he's called 911 and they're walking him through. Like they're just on the phone with him and he has it on speaker so that he and my mom can hear. And so four pushes later, she was out. And the time was now 9.59. Oh so my in a gosh. Of, yeah. So 20 minutes later, my daughter came out and um, it was so magical. It was so ridiculously magical. Now, I did not have... I, I, Honestly, looking back, I didn't have any stress. Like, I wasn't worried. Um, I know my mom and my husband were terrified, obviously, <laughs> because they had never done it before. And, you know, there's so many things that, quote unquote, can go wrong. And um, and my mom is very much a medical person. Obviously, I'm a little bit more on the granola side. And so she, mm -hmm. you know, like, she was just, both of them were super stressed out, and um, but just dealt with it. And it was beautiful. And um, so, yeah, so, you know. She's born, 9.59 comes around, she's born, I turn around, and they just lay her in my arms. <laughs> and it was beautiful. And, you know, five minutes later, the midwives came. Seven minutes later, or I think the the um, uh, 911 came. And then about two minutes later after that, the midwives are all here. And then, you know, everything, it was then all the aftermath of making sure she was okay and everything's good. And then doing, like, the post, you know, post-birthing checkups and all that sort of stuff. So... Yeah, it was super intense. 
Oh, my gosh. Wow. So did you have to be transported or could you just stay then? No, I was able to stay. Everything wow. honestly, we it was the it was such a healthy birth. Everything was good. No issues whatsoever. Like super easy peasy. Oh my gosh. I've got so many questions. Oh, go. <laughs> go, Matthew. <laughs> now, I should uh, I should have the cap you ask my husband, he would he would pro- he would absolutely have a different story. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, so first question after uh, 911 it's called and you know you said you were on all fours on your bed correct yeah okay and once you started pushing did the attention go from let me be on the phone with 911 and the midwives to we got to be all hands on deck with you did like the attention of your husband and your mom shift um i don't think so um what i know is that my mom was sort of like the person right there, like closest to me, sort of like the quarterback, if you will. And yeah. my husband was sort of like, he was there. He was the one who was on the phone listening and sort of instructing and talking out whatever it is that my mom needed to know. And Got so it. I don't think that that was the case. It was just a matter of like, it was more of the logistical stuff. Like, um, you know, I, I don't remember what they told him, but it was just like, okay, you need, you know, make sure you have this, make yeah, sure yeah. that this is, her face blue is it like count to count to 10 like there was like i, I and i'm this is all hearsay because i don't remember i yeah. i don't recall any of this stuff but but it was more i think for him it was a lot more of feeling like there was somebody more knowledgeable than him walking him through in the moment and my 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 mom was just totally you know, there and present. And, you know, they're both the kind of people who are like, we'll figure this out. <laughs> but totally, you know, having 911 there was such a, I know for my husband, such a relief for him. Like, okay, yeah. at least somebody can help me here. Wow. Okay. So you did all four of your pushes on all fours on the bed? Yeah. Yeah. And who caught baby? My mom did. Wow. So, my she, mom caught her. so baby Savannah comes out and your mom catches yeah. her. And then you like, laid on your back and she passed her to you? Yeah. Well, so first I, you know, in exhaustion, like <laughs> collapsed onto, <laughs> onto my belly. Um, and it's worth noting because this is a birth, you know, like we are talking birth. I, so I had both my girls naturally, very consciously. And that was a big decision. And, um, you know, with the first one, I chose the method of hypnobirthing because mm. it just made a lot of sense to me. Um, in practice, it was very different than what I had read about. But the second time around, I was like, I'm a little more knowledgeable about this. I I know. And I was actually really scared because I was like, oh, I actually know how much that hurts. Mm. <laughs> um, but I will tell you my experience with number two, it was actually incredibly magical. And would I call it painful? Yes. But it was like with each of those, those four pushes, I could feel her, um, like go down a little bit further. And then I'd be able to like, okay, breathe, breathe, okay, catch your breath. Okay. Breathe in. Okay. Contraction, breathe it down. Okay. Contraction or, you know, like, so it was like this really beautiful methodical experience and I was ridiculously present for it, which was amazing. And I definitely didn't have that experience with the first one. The first one was just like, I'm pushing just, can she please come out? (laughs) And so this really amazing conscious moving of the baby all the way out. It was so cool. So yeah. So after that was all done, I eventually flip over and I'm just sort of like, you know, laying, um, you know, propped up and, you know, my mom puts a bunch of towels around me and, you know, she just, you know, cleans her up a little bit and puts her in my arms. 
That was it. Amazing. It was just like, hey, I was so calm. Like I was, I, I think, I mean, I didn't have the stress that they had. <laughs> yeah. And so I was so in the moment. And there's a couple of reasons behind that, that the methodology of hypnobirthing. Um, another book that I had read was uh, Mindful Birthing. I don't remember the author's name. And then like all the meditations, like it was so, I was so present and in the moment. And so as soon as they brought her on to me, I was just like, okay, yeah. Like it was crazy. Like I didn't have a moment to think about what just happened, but it was just like, okay, yeah. Awesome. This is great. Look at my beautiful baby. I was so peaceful. (laughs) And, and when did Sedona get to meet her sister? Oh my God. So this is so cute. So, you know, she, and my dad had gone on a walk around the neighborhood 20 minutes later they come back They're 25 later. They come back and now they're like, they're, they're like, you, you've got a baby sister. Right. right. And my dad's like, you've kidding me, wow. you know? And so she saw her, but she didn't get it. And so a little while later, you know, maybe, you know, 20, 30 minutes later when she was cleaned up and, you know, we finally clipped the umbilical cord. She, you know, Chris took her out into the living room and he's got this beautiful video of, of, her sitting down and he puts the baby on her lap on Sedona's lap. She was three years old at the time. And she goes, and he, he is telling her, like, he's like, do you know who this is? And she's like, yeah, I mean, that's, um, she says something like, Oh, that's a baby. And he's like, no, this is the baby that was in your mommy's belly. This is little Savannah. This is your baby sister. She came out while you were on a walk and you could just see her. She like got so <laughs> excited and was like, Oh my baby sister and just gave her this big hug. It was so beautiful. So she didn't get it at first because it happened so fast. Right. Like you go for a walk and there's an entire new human on the scene. Like, (laughs) yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's a baby. No, this is our baby. It's our Savannah. Oh, yeah. So no walk will live up to that walk. All walks <laughs> yeah. now are just like lame. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, oh, that's so cool. That, and you know what I like is everything you shared from how you moved through it, how your uh, newly recruited in real time birth team, you know, how they showed up. <laughs> All of that could have been experienced in any setting, you know, just in terms of, I mean, yeah, there would have been different staff or, or you know, medical personnel on the scene, but the essence of everything you described and the emotions that you go through, you know, the story and the journey itself is uh, not tied to any geographic location. I mean, that, what you yeah. described is, is birth and that was yeah. your birth. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's so, I have to say it was so, I, I'm, I know that my mom would not have chosen to do that right. because she didn't feel, um, you know, prepared for that. Obviously that's a lot of pressure to put on somebody. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, and it's worth mentioning at the time she had like a bum shoulder. She since has had surgery, but like she could barely move her shoulder and, <laughs> and I could hear her praying in the background behind me. I could mm-hmm. hear her like counting and praying like, please, 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 God, please let this be okay. Please, 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 please. We got it. Like my husband tells me like she was saying Hail Marys and, wow. um, and so it, there was something so beautifully circular about her delivering my baby, like, well, I, so my mom has six kids. So there's six, I have, you know, four sisters, one brother and all of them on the, you know, on the WhatsApp family text message that we have afterwards, they were all like, great, Katie, great. You just had to go to favorite, right? Oh. Like you just couldn't like this, you just had to do this in order to be favorite. Right. <laughs> so, which is a joke, but it was, but 
jokes aside, like it was so special to have my mother like deliver my baby. I would yeah. never have thought that. And we ended up naming naming her after her. My mom's name is Linda and my uh, Savannah's middle name is Lynn. So mm. it was just so um, it was so, so special. And Chris will say, too. He's he's a uh, podcaster and YouTube guy, and so he was like, "Man, I, if I would have only watched like a five minute YouTube video clip, I would have been so much better prepared." <laughs> but he was even <laughs> yeah. like, "There's something so special about that experience of me getting to help deliver my baby. Like that's so so special." Mm. Yeah, <sighs> it really is. That's so, and that's so funny. Like Savannah gathered around with all the grandkids. We're like, "Well, Grandma <laughs> delivered me." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hi, y'all. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Wow. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So you mentioned meditation and presence and mindfulness a lot, Katie. And I know that's a big part of you and who you are and the spaces that you create and hold for other women. So could we talk for a few moments about Women's Meditation Network, what it is, and I feel like it's such a – relevant conversation and can be a very beautiful, effective tool for mamas listening, you know, regardless of where they're at on their motherhood journey. Yeah. So I started, I launched a podcast called the Women's Meditation Network in July of 2018. So about a year and a half ago. And I did it because I had been a, a consumer of meditation. I had been meditating for about 20 years in all sorts of different ways, you know, whether it was an actual meditation class I would go to or, um, you know, like a meditation study series at the Buddhist Center or, you know, going to a friend's house once a week for months and months on end for a weekly group meditation or just, you know, listening on whatever app or on whatever podcasts were out there. So I had, I've always been a fan of meditation. I've seen how powerfully meditation works in my life for, um, calming, for letting go of stress, for not taking life too seriously, for getting clarity on, you know, who I am and what I really want to be doing in this life. So it's always been a tool that I've used and loved and and have really felt the benefits of. So so I launched the podcast because I have always had a big why to really to really help and impact women in a, a really profound way. And so uh for years I had been doing that through for women entrepreneurs through the Biz Women Rock podcast. Um, but this meditation network, the Women's Meditation Network, was has been sort of like my new way of doing that. Um, and so I launched that and um, it is, I have found, and from the listeners that I continue to hear from, 
the actual, so it's, you know, a guided meditation that gets delivered to you in whatever podcast player you listen to every single week. So every single Tuesday, you get a new meditation. And so what I have heard is just that the, you know, the tool of meditation allows us to really be, just take a pause. Remember that in the beginning when I talked about how life is just in constant movement? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. So, Meditation for me has always been a chance to just pause from all of that. And not because I don't like the movement, but because I want a chance throughout any given day to just be and center and feel like I'm connected to myself and feel like I can distinguish between what is the noise and the and what needs to be moving and what actually is me and needs to stay still. So, um, so in the space of being pregnant and having my babies and being a mom, like all of those evolutions, meditation has been such a powerful tool because it has specifically in my actual birth story, you know, listening to all of those guided meditations throughout the night of laboring uh, has really allowed me to just stay present and in the moment and not get too far into like, oh my gosh, I've been laboring for X amount of hours or, oh my gosh, is she going to come? Or I don't want to stress about what's about to come. And and that's really where a lot of pain in birthing really comes from is the anxiety and the the tensing up of um, being scared of what's about to happen. And so I, I knew that. And so I wanted to use meditation as a way to just stay present, stay present, be with what is in my body. Um, and, and that's why it, this was such a powerful and amazing birthing experience for me. And then, you know, outside of birthing, um, even throughout pregnancy, I use meditation many times, um, mostly to, to deal with not really the physical stuff, but deal with all of life changing and in, tra- in, you know, transition and, everything going on and thinking about how am I going to, how do I do this with two kids now? <laughs> you know, I had a nice little routine going and how does this change everything? And, um, and then obviously just like in everyday life, meditation has just been so, so powerful for me, for so, so many other people that I know. And so I wanted to create the women's meditation network as a way to really give that tool to other women in a very approachable way, in a way that was not overwhelming or felt too hard, uh, in a way that could allow them to literally just press play and let me guide you. That's it. Um, and so it's been, uh, it's been really amazing journey for that podcast, um, for this past year and a half, really knowing that that's, that that's hitting home with so many women. It certainly is. So if you yeah. have not already on whatever device you're listening to this show with, go look up Women's Meditation Network and just take a little scroll, a little little journey down what your options are because it, it's a really nice um, breadth of experiences and feelings and emotions I feel like that you cover in what is a very inviting, uh, non-kind of intimidating because meditation can feel intimidating, I think especially for someone who doesn't have an active practice of it and we have yeah. kind of ideas of what it needs to look like or what it needs to do for you. Um, but if it's just that pause, if it's just that reset, if it's just to feel understood and heard um, and the way that you word the the topics and the meditations I think are just so beautiful. Like you are appreciated and I'm proud of you or gratitude when things suck. I mean, that's super <laughs> yeah, relatable. That's and it's like, yeah. yes, that's me. I'm pressing play right now. Slow down your <laughs> racing mind. Like I love, yeah. I love titles like that. And yeah. you know what I think is really awesome, Katie? You mentioned this when you were going through your sharing your story that, you know, the the unexpected home birth happened on baby number two. And yeah. you had the experience of already, you know, birthing 
um, Sedona. So you knew that there was some discomfort that was going to come with this、yeah. experience. And so then you use meditation, as you said, to keep you present because otherwise it could have been very easy to start to fear the pain or the discomfort、yeah. that、yes. you, know, you pretty much could expect. But meditation、yep. was a way for you to remain present and powerful. I love that because that gives people out there, I think, who maybe、um, you know, ha- haven't practiced meditation or maybe tried it here and there, it, it kind of gives a very tangible, like, this is exactly what meditation helped. You know,、yeah. you to do it helped you to stay present so that you didn't then fixate on what was coming. And as a result、yep. of being present, you stayed in your power and boom, it created a really magical birth experience for you. I love that. Ab- absolutely. And Matthew, I totally credit it to it not being a painful birth.、Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that I would use the word pain to describe what I was feeling. It was intense. Don't get、yeah. me wrong. And it was like, Tight and everything is, you know, yeah, <laughs> but it, it, I don't think it was pain. And I, I 100% credit it to the fact that the meditations kept me present, kept me totally in tune and in the moment of what is happening now, so that I, I, my body didn't have a reaction to what could happen or what might happen.、Mm. Mm, that's powerful.、Uh, I love when we can talk about tools that people、right. can then, you know, very. Practically use. And I mean, you made it a podcast so people can go and subscribe、yeah. and have access to it at their fingertips whenever they want. I, I'm, I love that stuff. I love it. Yeah.、Mm. Katie, can you share with us in addition to、um, so Women's Meditation Network? We're going to send people there. We're going to put links and everything in the show notes. But is there anything else that you'd like to put out there? Ways in which、um, mamas listening,、uh, family members listening can connect with you, learn more about you? Yeah, absolutely. So,、uh, obviously, on the website,、um, but Instagram, you can connect with me over there,、um, either personally or on the Women's Meditation Network、um, account there. So, Katie Kremitzos on my,、uh, my personal Instagram or women's.meditation.network on,、uh, on the, the Women's Meditation Network stuff, which is awesome because it's tons of really like inspiring and soulful posts, not just about the podcast itself. So, Uh, and Facebook too. I'm Katie Kremitzos at Facebook.、Uh, so I'm over there as well. Beautiful. Awesome. Oh, and I wanted to touch on this real quick because we mentioned it before we hit record. So, not to put any、um, pressure on you, but you said if there were or are future babies, how do you feel about a planned home birth? Oh, yeah. Oh, so I have to say, I was. You know, sitting in my bed basically <laughs> for the remainder of the day with my little baby.、Uh, you know, the midwives were, were there the whole time doing all the checks they needed to do. Everything was great. My family's there with me. And we have a relatively tiny house. It's like 800 square feet. And yet, this bedroom of mine felt like such a beautiful sanctuary. So I sat there thinking, man, if we have another one, I. Uh, this is how I want to do it. I don't want to have to leave. This is amazing. And it just, it felt so natural. It felt so ridiculously natural. So, yes, if we do have a third one,、um, I will advocate. Obviously, there's another person in that discussion.、Yes. <laughs> um, and so I will advocate for a home birth because、um, that was, it was really, it was such an incredible feeling.、Mm. Well, we can,、uh, maybe we can get Chris a few of those YouTube videos he can watch. Oh,、so、yeah. Can <laughs> well, I,、uh, the only way I will win that actually is just so that he doesn't have that pressure is to say, no, we could still go through the midwives. They just come to our house. Now, There you、so. go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'll be like, okay, cool. They'll be there beforehand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you just stay the night at my house, please? 
That's awesome. Uh, Katie Kremitzos, thank you so much. You are such a beautiful light, and I just appreciate your your energy, your storytelling, and yes. the realness too. You know how you're able to ground a lot of of things that can can feel up there and kind of esoteric, and you bring it to a space that's very absorbable for us mamas and women and powerful goddesses. So thank you. Yes, thank you. Matthew, Sarah, thank you so much. It has been so wonderful to be here with you. Quick note about the Doing It at Home podcast. Matthew and I are not doctors or medical professionals, and nothing we say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. If you have medical or health-related questions, please take them to a trained professional. We're here simply to entertain you with stories and conversations about pregnancy, birth, and parenthood. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved. Datages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Datages. That's D A D A G E S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.